Hi, this is Patrick Ian Moore, the editor-in-chief of Edibles Magazine and host of The Edible Show. And I'm on the line right now with Alyssa Boston. Hi. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How are you today? Good, thank you. And so you're official, you're Miss Canada in the Miss Universe pageant? Yes, so I competed against Miss USA in uh, Miss Universe. That's, and how long have you been doing pageants? I've been doing pageants since I was about 17 years old, and I'm 24 now. So they have taken me all over the world. I went, I competed in Poland, um, Dominican Republic, Egypt, a couple times in the States, and, yeah, the most recent at, in Atlanta, Georgia for Miss Universe. And now Atlanta was where the big one was where, where your cannabis costume was revealed to the world. Yeah, so it was held in December, and Steve Harvey was the host again this year, and it took place in Atlanta, Georgia, and yeah, I got to wear my cannabis national costume um, on the stage, so it was pretty cool. It was a good experience. Now, that was an amazing costume. You're wearing it on the cover of the newest issue of our magazine. Whose idea was it to do that? So it's kind of a, a, it was a process, but... For me, a year ago, well, just over a year now, um, when cannabis became legal in Canada, it was kind of a big topic here, and uh, the industry was supposed to be just booming, and I have a business degree. I graduated from the University of Windsor with a Bachelor of Commerce degree. Oh, great. So I was very interested in in how the business side of this industry was going to work. So it was always an interest of mine, and when I was preparing for Miss Universe, we always talked about the national costume. Canada, there's no set national costume. A couple of years ago, we were um, a snowflake, or people have been like a hockey player in the past. <laughs> yeah, we've had like some like cute costumes that kind of represented us, but I didn't want to just wear another maple leaf or something. So we kind of discussed it with my team and thought this is kind of a controversial idea because since federally it's not legal in the states yet, and internationally it's like a terrible drug in some countries, right? So this universe hosts 90 girls from all over the world and all eyes would be on us. So we didn't know for sure if if it was the right play or not. Um, And after discussing it over, we had to clear it with the Miss Universe organization and Tyler Perry Studios to make sure it was okay. And they thought it was a good idea and I thought it was like the best representation of what's currently going on in Canada right now. That's so cool, yeah. Tyler Perry. Now, I think we weren't actually watching the pageant when it was when it was live. I think we saw it the next day, and what we mm-hmm. first brought our attention to it was that they were they were showing it and talking about you on David Spade's show on comedy yeah. on Comedy Central. Was that on TV or just online? I no, that's online. that's on TV. Big time. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't remember who the guests were, but that's one of our favorite shows right now. Nice. That's amazing. Good, funny show. And they were they had only good things to say about it, too. I mean, I think they cracked a couple of jokes, but everybody was pretty, yeah. it was pretty the joke, flattering. The joke, I saw, the joke I saw online was a little off-sided, but it was funny. What was it? It's something about being the most stoned contestant to 
since Miss Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. So, yeah that's yeah. pretty good. It's a little off-sided, I mean. but... It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little dark, but that's not a yeah. bad joke. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool that it caught like that much attention. Um, you know, we're actually going to go be in the audience of that show in a couple of weeks, and I think Jim Carrey is the guest that day. That's so exciting. He's Canadian, right? Yeah. I thought so. Um, that's amazing. I uh, I want to definitely get out there and go watch it. <laughs> so you, grad- you said you graduated with a business degree from the mm-hmm. University of Windsor? Yes. Uh, what what do you want to do when if you ever decide to retire from the from the world of pageants and Well, I actually am retiring this year because reaching Miss Universe is the highest accomplishment you can get in pageantry. So I've reached my goal and now it's time to start a new a new dream. But for me, I kind of been tapping into the canvas industry since. My costume got so much attention, and a lot of companies have kind of reached out, and I've been trying to make some partnerships, and I'm just starting a YouTube channel with a company here in Windsor called The Canvas Investor. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we do interviews with CEOs of different companies and things like that in the industry. So there's a couple new things coming that I can't talk about yet, but um, yeah, I'm kind of getting into the cannabis industry, and hopefully going to start my own business eventually. That's the next goal. That's so So you got into pageants, and then once you were in the pageants, you graduated with a business degree. And then you went to Miss Universe, wore a cannabis yes. costume, got the attention, and now you're able to marry the cannabis attention with your business background and your fame, and you can do something and the completely pageant, new. Yeah. That's It's so amazing. cool how it kind of like worked out that way. So have you... I think I read that you don't regularly use cannabis at this time. I'm, I've actually never smoked cannabis before. No. Well, you can, there's more ways than just smoking it. <laughs> That's true. But no, I actually do not use it. I use a couple CBD creams. Um, I've used lots of skincare products and hair products that contain them. But for me, it was always just like a personal choice. I don't think my passion really is represented by if I use it or not. Oh, for sure. It would, yeah, whenever people ask me that question, because I get that a lot, they're like, how can you speak on something that you don't use? But it kind of reminds me of like, ever since I was little, I've always advocated for mental illness because my uncle suffers from schizophrenia. So just because I personally don't suffer from a mental illness doesn't mean I can't advocate for it, right? Right. So that's kind of how I look at the same thing. I advocate for the greater good and for the people who need this as an either medical benefit or as an economical standpoint of benefit for our country, that I think it's a positive thing that we are leading the world in right now. And that's kind of where this like passion came from. That's a great analogy, really. I mean, we hear that all the time. I yeah. personally, I use a, a quite a bit, but I work with a lot of people who don't. And, um, yeah. You know, different people in tech and different people from the cooking industry and everything like that. So we're finding yeah. more and more, it's funny, but we're finding more and more acceptance of 
non-cannabis using people in the cannabis industry now that it's getting a little more professional yes. and modern. Yeah, um, exactly. And there's been a stigma that surrounded it since the 1920s, like based off racism pretty much. So people are just, especially in an older generation, are under the stigma. And that's kind of why I wanted to be an advocate for it because since I don't use it, people who are against it would be more inclined to listen to me than somebody who is a heavy user and they just think they're biased, right? So right. I kind of open up a whole new mindset of people that it's worth looking into. And I know my parents have been against it their entire life and ever since I've been doing all this stuff, she cannot believe how open-minded my mom is now. She's <laughs> all like interested in it. She learned way more about it. So she's all excited about my career in the industry. So it's come a long way because she was very against it at the beginning. Now, what did she think of the costume? She was really worried about me being able to cross the border or not. <laughs> she's like, I live on the border of Detroit, Michigan, right? So she's like, what if they think you're the weed girl and like always have weed on you and you can't cross the border? That's so funny. And was there any, any yes. trouble getting across the border with the... Uh... The costume? No, we actually showed the guys at the border. They were laughing. We were showing them all the photos of it. They were like, that's so cool. <laughs> so how long did it take to make that? And what is it made out of? I don't. I, I honestly don't know what it's made out of. It's a lot of... Um, like there's so many different things. There's feathers, um, felt pieces, cardboard, um, lots of sparkles, obviously. <laughs> Everything green. Um, it's, we started probably like three months before Miss Universe. Um, the designer, he's from Vegas, and he does. He's done a couple of the previous uh, Miss Canada costumes at Miss Universe. I know he made uh, Miss Hades this year as well, so he's pretty busy. So I don't know how long, how many hours it took, but I know he worked really hard on it. Wow! And what's his name? Uh, Naftali is his name. Oh, very cool. He lives in Vegas. Very good costume designer. It really feels like it's going to be one of the most remembered costumes in the history of the Miss Universe pageant. Yeah, and that's what I've I've heard a lot of those compliments. Um, mm -hmm. Pretty exciting. I mean. At Miss Universe, you only have one chance. Every girl, whoever competes there, can only compete once in her entire life. So we kind of wanted to make a big impact. There's 90 girls, all who are deserving of the crown. So it's more than just winning Miss Universe. It's what you bring to the table and what you can do for your future by being at Miss Universe. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of people who couldn't tell you who won the Miss Universe pageant this year. But they, yeah. could, they could tell you that Miss Canada wore a cannabis-themed costume. Yeah, something like that. That was their big takeaway, and that was what they... I mean, it did get a lot of attention. So you mentioned that uh, you use CBD creams, uh, beauty products, things like that. Yeah. Is there one that you prefer? Yeah, so for, like, hair products, um, Design Me is, like, a Canadian company out of Montreal, I think. And they have a really pretty line. Their branding's amazing, and their products work great. And for skincare, I'm going to find what it's called. I just don't want to mess up the name. Um, yeah, I have this new line. It's called The Fittish. Oh, cool. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, that, it's, I think it's in Neiman Marcus. Oh. But, um, yeah, they have really good skincare products that I've been using. 
So, yeah. Now, there's a... It feels like there's a lot happening with Canada. There's you, the Miss Universe pageant. There's the legalization. There's the fact mm-hmm. that people in the United States can invest in publicly traded Canadian companies. Yeah. And then you have Seth Rogen, <laughs> who is really one of... He's kind of Hollywood's most iconic expert right now. Has he reached out to you at all, said anything? No, a lot of... A lot of people have asked me that, actually. No, he's not. Um, Tommy Chong's the other one that everyone asked me about, because he's Canadian, too, and he's big in the industry. He, um, I'm actually going to a launch party with him in a month, so I'll meet him there. But, no, I haven't heard anything from him or oh, awesome. anybody. Well, tell Tommy yeah. we said hi. We know him a little bit. Okay. He's been on the cover yeah. before. We got to go interview him at his house when he while he was on Dancing oh. with the Stars. So cool. He was on Dancing with the Stars. I didn't even know that. He did, and he had a cannabis-themed costume on Dancing no with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. I got to look that up. That's so cool. uh, wasn't anywhere near as elaborate or elegant as yours, but I think he wore <laughs> maybe like a suit with weed leaves on it or something. It's really yeah. good though. He was the oldest contestant that ever competed. He did really he did really well. He's a good dancer. That's amazing. Um so you're you said you're twenty four. I guess there's a lot of life to be lived. You might try mm-hmm. cannabis someday. Yeah, I definitely will someday. Uh do you ever do C B D edibles? No no, I honestly have not even tried any of that. I've heard lots of stories about him. Um, a couple of my friends use him. I just, I think I want to learn a bit more of why I would need it or want to use it. Because like, I obviously know that it doesn't get you high. But I just don't know like what's the benefit yet. I, I don't really take um, medicine often or vitamins or anything. I'm pretty like, like things natural. So I think I just need to learn a bit more about what uh, benefits it would do for me in order to use it. Yeah, I mean, if you're not suffering from anything, then. Yeah. Uh, do you do you have any favorite Canadian recipes that you think might hypothetically make a good edible were it to be infused? I'm trying. I'm trying to think if you would put. Um, I mean, you can put it in anything. Yeah. I know, I'm trying to think about poutine. I don't know if it'd be good in gravy. <laughs> oh, I bet it probably would. So poutine, that's okay. the... Cheese, gravy, and fries. Right. It's cheese curds, kind of? That's our cheese curds, yeah. That's our signature Canadian dish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I think we can do an infused poutine in our recipes section this time. Yeah, let's do that. That'd it, be funny. In your honor. <laughs> yes. You can call it Miss Canada. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, and then your last name, Boston, that yeah. Canadian name? Yeah, like my um, my parents are both born here. My mom's, my mom's parents are from Italy, but my dad's parents are born in Canada too. So. Oh, interesting. It's, Canadian. it's a little Irish, but they have an Irish background. But. And now in Canada, where you said you're in Windsor, Ontario? Do people, do you see people smoking on the streets? Is it regular to uh, to do that in out in the open? 
Um, definitely not in Windsor. I know in Toronto, which is like about four hours from where I live, um, I think people do it a lot openly there. I mean, even before it was legal, I remember on 420, people would just be running the streets with weed everywhere. I don't even, I was so confused. It was like, how can they get away with this? Like, I didn't understand. Anyways, but yeah, I think people do it a lot more. I mean, I smelt it out of outside of restaurants, even though you're not supposed to. I think it's easier to get away with now. But, um, yeah. I don't I don't see it as much as people may think. But I also live in a small town right now, so I don't think it's as open here that, as it would be in, like, Vancouver or Montreal or Toronto. Right. Um, now, about the pageant in Atlanta. I guess I take it you, you got to know Steve Harvey a very little bit? Yeah, he was amazing. He was so great. And you mentioned when we were talking before the interview that Donald Trump is no longer associated with the Miss Universe pageant? Yeah, he's not. So you never met him? No, I never met Donald Trump. I think his last year running the pageant was in 2014. Um, I think, yeah, Miss Universe was held in... Durrell, Florida, at his, one of his hotels or something, and uh, that was his last year. I know Miss Canada that year, she they were all golfing at the resort or whatever, and she didn't have anything bad to say about him, to what I know from the grapevine, but um, yeah, I had never met him, but he's not involved anymore. Cool. I know the lady who runs it now, Paula Shugard, she used to work for him. Oh. When he owned Miss Universe, and now she has it. But yeah, no, no one really says much about it, so I don't know. And how did how did you get into? You said you started when you were seventeen. What inspired you to enter your first I used, pageant? I used to dance, um, doing hip hop and jazz mostly, oh, and cool. I always loved performing or being on stage. I was also a hockey player too, so I was very competitive growing up. And this is kind of a way to be on stage but still compete and let's say a sport, you know, so it was like the glamorous side of like being a girly girl, but also being competitive, having that hockey player in, in me too. Oh, wow. That's yeah. very nice. And and being so close to the border, I'm so used to the American culture and we always watch Miss USA every year. Um, every, all of the American channels I have. So I was just always grew up watching Miss USA and it'd be cool one day to compete against her. So it was, it was awesome. And she was amazing. She was really cool. So is there, you all got along, you guys get along yeah. and meet and it's Yeah, it was, it was only 10 days in Atlanta and normally Miss Universe when it's in Asia or South America, it's longer. They'll do it for three weeks, let's say. So you kind of get to know people a little bit more when you hang out with them. Um, we were only there for 10 days and my roommate was Miss Israel and she was amazing. So oh, very we cool. all got along great, yeah. And we were all so happy for South Africa. She she ended up winning the pageant, Rosie, and all the girls loved her, so we were happy for her. And you do stay in touch with the other girls when a pageant is over? Have you made lasting friendships? Yeah. Yeah, Austra- Miss Australia, Miss Albania, Miss USA, Miss Israel. It's a lot of girls, and I'm, I'm going to go watch when Miss USA gives up her crown. I'm going to go to the show and wherever they hosted and watch her. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We, and I have friends to visit all over the world now. So. Oh, that's amazing. awesome. So, yeah. and if someone was to visit, I know Canada's a big, 
big place, but if somebody was to yeah. visit Canada, what are the top three things that you would recommend that they, if they had unlimited time and, uh, and resources, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have Toronto is like my favorite city. It's a much, much, much smaller New York style. So I love the big city and, um, I think Toronto is one of the best, but well, I think it's my, it's my favorite place in Canada for sure. Um, out West has beautiful mountains, um, beautiful lakes. The skiing up there is amazing. I think the West coast is like beautiful sightseeing. So I definitely, Hit up the West Coast, do some snowboarding, skiing, come to Toronto, the big city, the best food, and then not too far from Toronto is the Niagara Falls um, on the border of Buffalo, New York, and it's like one of the most beautiful sites in the whole world, let alone just in Canada, so those are like my, probably my top three. Oh yeah, Niagara Falls looks incredible. Yeah. So you, I know you don't use cannabis, but maybe based on what you have heard, is there any Canadian brand that you would recommend based on what other people might have told you or what you've seen happening around? Um, yeah, like well, one of our, the biggest growing plants, um, it's called Afria and it's like pretty close to my hometown. It's only like 20 minutes from where I live. Um, I know they make great quality products. I took a tour of the facility and it was beautiful, like spotless, so clean, like everyone was working and it was it was amazing it was so cool to see that they just employed like 700 people in the area that work there now so it's an incredible company um but yeah i think the branding is great and they make quality products what are they really good things about them what'd you say they were called it's called freya freya a freya yeah oh, okay cool yeah it's a pretty good plant they um actually were telling me a story about one day when they uh, they provide this girl in the UK uh, CBD for epilepsy, and she went from having 20 seizures a day, a day to not, and not being able to go to school, and with her the CBD that Afria provides her for free, um, she's gotten down to like one seizure a day and, and now registered school. So it's pretty amazing when you hear stories like that. Wow. And then, yeah. so they invited you to tour the facility. Was that after the pageant, or they just were aware of you? Um, before. It was before. We actually reached out to them to kind of, I wanted to just see what a growing facility looked like. So we reached out to them, and they invited me down there. Oh, how cool. So that yeah. was like a big indoor grow? Yeah. Cool. And that's, so that's Afria, A-P-H-R-I-A? I-A, yeah. Oh, Awesome. Uh, that's so neat. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So are there any words of advice or encouragement that you would give to any boys or girls listening to this who hope to, you know, be successful competing in pageants? Yeah. I mean, pageants are definitely not for everybody, but I always just just trying something new and I think that's where people I mean the states pageants are huge but in Canada it's not so people don't really understand why I compete in pageants and I think I proved everyone wrong when I won Miss Canada and now it just launch it helps launch my career I think it's so beneficial for people to just try something new that's like my biggest advice um, I always like new and exciting things and people are always just scared to try so I think that's like my biggest advice that like no matter what you want to do with your life or what interests you have, 
just to go for it. And that's kind of what I did. I, I know a lot of people doubted me saying there's so many beautiful women in Canada or so many smart girls in Canada. And I competed against 50 girls, but I competed when I was 18 years old for Miss Canada and I didn't even place. And then I came back years later, 24 years old and ended up winning the whole thing. So never give up. Oh, <laughs> that's all. That's very inspiring. Yeah. Um, well, Thank great. You. I think that's that's a pretty good place to to wrap this part up. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us today. You're, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. And all of our listeners and readers can watch for more from Alyssa Boston coming up in Edibles Magazine, but she's also obviously going to be doing a lot of exciting things in the industry, both in Canada and in the United States. Yeah, you can actually follow me on Instagram at underscore Alyssa Boston and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alyssa Boston. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.